Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. For today's episode, it's just going to be me. And we're going to be talking about a couple big things that are going on in the news right now. In fact, they're they're so big that I really couldn't ignore them. Um, I just wanted to take a moment and just touch on these things real quick because there's a lot of misinformation going around as usual and i think it's important that we understand exactly what's going on here so jumping right into it on september 9th uh, the biden administration announced a requirement to be vaccinated or tested regularly for covid 19 that will affect everyone who works for a private company with more than a hundred uh, more than a hundred employees, plus the federal workforce at large. It is a move that will affect um, over a hundred million Americans in all. Around twenty five million of those people are not currently vaccinated. Now, as for why he's doing this. According to TheEconomist.com, only about 54% of Americans are fully vaccinated. Now, you compare that with Canada and Britain, which stand at um, approximately 69 and 65% of uh, rate of fully vaccinated citizens. Japan has passed by the United States um, in the numbers as well. And one could make the argument that it's going to take drastic steps in order for our country to catch up in terms of vaccinations against this deadly virus. With that said, I also want to take a moment and and just put this out there. On the one hand, the virus is deadly. It must that must be understood. And we must take COVID-19 very seriously. On the other hand, I think we also need to understand that normally when, when you're developing a vaccine, that is a process that takes years. Um, it, it, you know, normally this is a process that takes years. Uh, this, th- these vaccines were developed over a period of around six months. That is not normal. And I understand that these were not, these are not normal times, but, you know, I think, you know, one of the misconception, another misconception here is I think a lot of people and do and do in no small part to the media. A lot of people look at people who have not, you know, gotten the vaccine as declaring them all to, as um, anti-vaxxers. And you know, everyone who is who has yet to get the vaccine, you know, they're they're not all anti-vaxxers. Um, I think, you know, some of these people are vaccine hesitant, not you know, not necessarily, you know, oh, I, I'll never get that vaccine to my dying breath. No, I, I don't think it's quite like that. 
because you know we also need to understand that some of the people who haven't who have not um, gotten this vaccine yet, some of these people are doctors. Some of these people are medical doctors, surgeons, physicians, what have you. And some of their reasoning behind why they are hesitant to get this vaccine, some of their reasoning is logical. Um, and there is science behind their reasoning. But um, unfortunately, I think, um, I, I don't think we're really hearing from them and we're not really hearing their side of things. The only people that you're really seeing when you see and hear from, from people who have yet to get the vaccine are typically you're seeing the more extreme side. Um, you're seeing the, um, heavy duty conspiracy theorists and you know everyone who's who has yet to get the vaccine they're not that that's not what they're not all like that you know so i, I think it's um unfortunately there's um there there hasn't really been the opportunity for real um open conversation about this from a purely scientific medical standpoint. And, um, you know, I, I think that is, I think that's something that needs to happen more. Um, some of these, um, you know, some of these people who have yet to get the vaccine, they are, um, you know, they have some pretty solid reasons. And I think those reasons need to be, um, discussed, but, um, you know, anyway, I don't want to get, uh, you know, too off, off base here, off topic here. So what, you know, with what's happening right now, um, you know, there are some people who are, you know, th this mandate, I, I'm not so sure that that's going to change the minds of some people and just make them say, well, you know what, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't going to get the vaccine, but now that, you know, there's this mandate saying that I have to, uh, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Now, on the other hand, um, another misconception is that, you know, you, uh, that you have to get the vaccine. It, uh, you know, even in this mandate, um, it's not saying that you absolutely have to get the vaccine. It's, um, you know, it, it's saying that, um, you have to, that you would either get the vaccine or, be tested regularly for COVID. But, um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, um, we do also have to understand that one of the, you know, normally, you know, normally with a vaccine, you have a pretty large test group and you get to see long-term, long-term side effects. Like if there are any long-term side effects and what those long-term side effects might be, that is not the case with, this vaccine because, because it was rushed out, you know, we, we don't really know yet if there are long-term side effects and what those side effects might be. We, we really don't know yet. So, you know, if, I think, you know, one thing that, that, um, you know, I, I want people to understand is I think, all I'm saying is I think some people who are not getting the vaccine, they're not necessarily anti-vaxxers, but they may just be vaccine hesitant. And there is a difference.
I suppose something that concerns me is the fact that we've gotten to a point where in order to enter certain places of business, in order to travel to certain places, you have to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19 in order to do that. And, you know, one thing that, you know, I suppose concerns me is what's stopping this from being expanded upon? What's stopping thing, what's stopping the landscape from changing a year from now to include flu shots? You know, what's stopping, what's stopping things um, from expanding? What's stopping things from changing to, in order to enter this place of business, you have to have proof of vaccination against COVID-19, vaccination against influenza, you know, vaccination against uh, measles, mumps, and rubella, you know, like, I mean, I, I just really hope that this does not open up the door for a lot of other things that, you know, five years ago, what, you know, we would have thought was impossible, was that we would never see in our lifetime. Anyway, moving on. So the other big thing that, um, uh, another big recent news story is this, um, is this story about the, um, about the treasury department and what the IRS will monitor and will not monitor going forward. Um, there are stories floating around across social media saying that, um, the Treasury Department under the Biden administration is declaring that the IRS will monitor all bank accounts over $600. That is the story that's going around and it's float and it's hitting social media pretty fast. Now the misconception here is that that has already happened. Um, that that is already the case. It is not yet the case. Uh, right now, that is still a proposal. It basically, um, the Biden administration proposed requiring financial institutions to report to the IRS annual inflow and outflow totals from most bank, loan, and investment accounts. Um, it is still a proposal at this point. And Congress is considering that proposal as part of a budget reconciliation package. So, so basically, the Treasury Department made this proposal uh, back in May of 2021. This information is coming from PolitiFact.com. The Senate um, Finance and House Ways and Means Committees um, could adopt this as part of a budget reconciliation legislation that they are considering. Under that measure, financial institutions would be required to annually report gross inflows and outflows from all business and personal accounts, including bank, loan, and investment accounts. Now, if the inflows and outflows of an account total at least $600 in a year, or if the account has a fair market value of at least $600, 
then those totals would have to be reported. The, the, the idea behind this, all right, is that the IRS um, estimates that um, for businesses outside of large corporations, the quote-unquote tax gap, that is the difference between taxes that are owed and taxes that are collected, is about $166 billion per year. So right now the, the, the Treasury is saying that the focus of the proposal would be on higher earners who do not fully report their tax liabilities. Now, the American Bankers Association opposes the measure, um, you know, as is already made clear that they oppose the measure. Quote, the proposal would create a significant burden on small businesses and community banks and add no discernible value to tax enforcement. Uh, that is something that the group said in a September 7th letter to the House and Senate committee leaders. Uh, they then added that, quote, it is far from clear that requiring banks to report on every single cu customer financial account with gross inflows and outflows above $600, creating a new mountain of data would lead to better tax compliance, end of quote. When I think about this and I think about, you know, the, the vaccine mandate, um, you know, it, un unfortunately, I, I think about these things and it makes me feel like we are getting, it, it makes me feel like we're getting further and further away from w what this country was in the 90s and even the early 2000s. I feel like um, some of these things that are happening, the maybe the idea behind it in theory is um, a well-intentioned idea. Um, it might be well-intentioned in theory, but in application, I don't know that added protection should necessarily come at the expense of greater oversight and less choice in the matter. I, I just feel like if I, if I told you in 1985 or 1995 or even 2005, if I told you that there's a, that there was even a chance that the IRS would monitor you know, would, would monitor your accounts as, as long, you know, would, would monitor transactions on your bank accounts, your savings accounts, your, your loan accounts for, for anything that's over $600, which, you know, I think for a lot of people is going to be, you know, a lot of their stuff. You know, if I had told you that, you know, that would, it would have definitely, it would have probably been a shock to your system. And, forcing compliance, you know, um, you know, for, forcing compliance to certain things. I mean, I, I was used to that in the military, but getting out of the military and going back to being a civilian, going back to being a, a regular citizen again, um, you don't expect, uh, you know, you don't really expect that. So, um, it's a little crazy right now. You know, things are getting a little crazy right now. So with that, 
I really have nothing more to say for today. Have a great day. Be smart out there, be careful out there, and take care of each other.